This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And thank you for being with us on the Vedic Wisdom. Many times on our program, I talk to you about the ills and the problems in the world and the things that are happening in our society, in our lives. And I'd like to talk to you right now, this time, I want to go the other way. It may be a little bit unique to many of you, but this is a higher perspective, I think. Because what we need is, yes, we need to identify what is the problems around us. And how am I wrapped up? How have I been entangled in the things that are happening in society that are causing the problems I myself don't like? How much am I reflecting those things that I see in others and don't approve of? How much am I contributing to, let's say, the contamination of the planet? When I drive a car, and we know they all burp out terrible exhausts. I use water, clean, and this and that. So I have my taxing upon humanity, taxing upon the environment, taxing upon those around me. And so how do I make it such that I minimize that? On our program, we point out some of the general things that are pretty applicable to everybody, that we all do this, we all do that, standards, you know. And yet the solution, everybody puts up there, well, maybe we should do this, or we should stop that, or that's not right, or what have you. You know, I've got a good idea. But this isn't really going to help either, because we need something that we know will fix the problems. And... We need something that is going to be effective for every different kind of person's lives. Because there are so many diverse types of people with backgrounds and histories that relate to the type of body they have. This is something I think you listeners would know by now, that it isn't that there's one human species, there's many human species. It isn't that these people are different than us because they've been educated differently. They are in a different type of body. It's like there's different kinds of cows. There's different kinds of trees. They're all trees, but they're different kinds of trees. You can't get bananas from an apple tree. Similarly, you have a different kind of milk from a different kind of cow. Similarly, you have a different conception of value, worth, and self-identification from the different species of humans. And this is why we see they group together. The Chinese species is different from the Philippine species, even though they look so close. The same thing, the Mexican is quite different from the South American, even though they're quite close. The European versus the American, though they're quite close. But they're different species. This is true within Africa. It's kind of tribal, in a sense. They're in the same proximity or similar, but they still have a different conception and value of life and perspective. And so they don't mingle. They don't get on. We're seeing that worldwide right now. There's a huge uh, influx or outflow, however you want to call it, of Muslims entering into Christian or other uh, maybe uh, Hindu societies. Massive society that's being influxed by high quantities of another Species. Another species. And so there's these clashes. There's the incompatibility. 
when it was much better if everybody had their own territories and we traded and we interacted and we harmoniously carried on surviving and sustaining and pursue our own cultural standards and religions and goals of life. So for there to be a solution to the problems the planet has, whatever that solution is, it must be applicable to all the species and all the cultural variations that are out there. Because what's the value of correcting this society if that society is aggressive and angry and ridiculous and going around causing problems in everybody else's peaceful life? The Vedic literature addresses this, solves this problem. And there's two things, two specific things that the Vedic literature says will fix it all. Now, that's a big order to be able to fix the problems of society. Carte blanche, everything across the board. But the Vedic literature is transcendental. It is above, from outside, from the spiritual strata, vision and knowledge looking in on the problems in this material box. When everybody in the box has limited vision and seeing things in a limited conception. So the Vedic literature comes forth and confidently puts forward to you these two methods. Now, regularly on this program, I bring about the subject of the use of the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. That by hearing the Maha Mantra, one's personal vibration rate is enhanced such that you're lifted up in your perspective a bit and see things from a higher perspective. And the continued chanting purifies the mind and the intelligence and the senses and the consciousness of you and of those who might be hearing the mantra from you and brings you up a some percentage. And it's prescribed that we congregationally get together and everyone chants the mantra and the purification is enhanced and everyone helps purify everyone else. And by this process, the purification of the individual begins. And it is so potent that that's all you need to do in this age. Today, I'm looking at the other aspect that's given in the Vedic literature. And this has to do when, in coming to understand your direct relationship with the Supreme Lord, and understanding how association and involvement with the Supreme Personality of Godhead has, again, a purifying and uplifting effect. So I'm going to read to you just a little bit here so that it sets the stage because I don't want to, I don't want to interpret this at all to you. I don't want to deviate in any sense from this. I want you to hear this for yourselves from the Vedic literature, from the chain of spiritual masters, and take it to heart and think about it. So this is a little bit different, it's a little bit higher, it's a little bit, might be a little bit unfamiliar to you. But this is a direct window to the spiritual strata. And that's the second method, is you hear of the activities, name, form, pastimes of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So let me give this to you. In the association of pure devotees, discuss the pastimes and activities of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is very pleasing and satisfying to the ear and the heart. By cultivating such knowledge, one gradually becomes advanced on the path of liberation, and thereafter he is freed, and his attention becomes fixed. 
Then real devotion and devotional service begin. Thus, consciously engaged in devotional service, in the association of devotees, a person gains distaste for sense gratification, both in this world and in the next life, by constantly thinking about the activities of the Lord. This process of God consciousness, Krishna consciousness, is the easiest process of mystic power when one is actually situated on the path of devotional service, he is able to control the mind. So by engaging in the activities of hearing about the pastimes of the Lord, one purifies himself. And this is done in the association of devotees, meaning that you're given the proper perspective you hear about these pastimes and understand them in proper perspective and they become pleasing to the ear and the heart naturally so this association and this simple method of hearing one can come to the platform where he understands his position in the divine plan he understands who he really is and he understands that service is the goal of life for the living entity. All of us, any of us. And that our unique qualities and characteristics should be used and dovetailed into the desires of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. We're not here to be making a plan and adjustments and accomplishments for oneself. This is what breeds the competition and devastation we see on our planet. They're struggling over things that have no relationship to the God, to God and are not being used for the satisfaction of God. They simply end up fighting like children in a sandbox over who gets to use the truck and who gets to use the digger. So by cultivating knowledge and by cultivating awareness of the pastimes and activities of the Lord, the Lord sets the standard so we can actually see what is right and what is wrong. Our education system has failed. Our governments have failed. They are habitual liars and deceivers. So it isn't possible for us to get a higher standard from such character. But on the other hand, the Supreme Personality of Godhead is infallible. And everything he does is instructive. Everything he does is enlightening. And we as living entities, by hearing and participating, by understanding and by remembering and discussing, we become purified. We become, it says here, that we become fixed. Then real devotion and real devotional service begin I mentioned on another show, you think about the world on the concept that if everybody's taking care of others, you end up an other, and if everybody's taking care of you, we all end up taking care of each other. And the personal selfishness, struggle for existence, fight with everybody else to get what you want, goes away. And that is what we need to go away. This competitive society where everybody is fighting and, and finding fault with everyone else is killing our society. And it's killing our planet. So the simple method is hearing. Through hearing about the Supreme Lord. This is association with the Lord. We see his infallible 
example being given to us, plus we hear his instructions totally for our betterment and upliftment, and we have to do this in association of those devoted to God and already participating in his divine plan to liberate the living entities in the material world from their struggle for existence. You're dissatisfied with the struggle for existence, and God is actually dissatisfied with seeing you go through it. He's trying to get you out. It's you who's attached. You're attached to this way of life. You're attached to all these things and all these people and all these places. You're attached to your own interpretation of who you are. And it's a misconception. And the Lord is trying to get you back to the real conception. We are all sons and daughters in the service conception to God. We bring unique qualities and characteristics to his service. This brings happiness to the Lord. This brings uh, upliftment, fulfillment, stimulation, enjoyment to all our brothers and sisters. It's like you go to a comedy club and one person stands up there and makes everybody in the room happy. They laugh. There's people crying. They're laughing so hard. Everybody's enjoying and happy because someone is working so hard to serve you, to please you. This mentality is what life is in the spiritual world. Everybody's trying to please the Supreme Lord, and everybody's trying to encourage everyone else in what they're doing to try to please the Supreme Lord. And the Lord is reciprocating very happily with all this endeavor, and he's making everyone just that much more happy. This is the positive cycle that's there in the spiritual world, as opposed to the fault-finding critical degradation that's going on here. We don't belong here. We belong there. That is normal life. This is artificial life. So why are you so attached to it? It's simply habit. It's simply misconception. Because everybody else is doing it. The disease concept again. Joe's got it. Dave's got it. Oops, they're giving it to everybody. Everybody's got it. Oh, dear. We have the material infection. It's cured. By adopting the spiritual perspective given by the spiritual master, associating with saints and sages, sadhus, and those devoted to God, called devotees. And everyone acts selflessly. Everyone acts for the satisfaction of the Lord in his plan. The Lord wants this done. He can do it himself, or he can ask you, would you, would you do this for me? Would you like to help me and get this done? Not necessarily going to be easy. But it'll be a great achievement, and I'd really like to have it done. And I have these other people who will help you. And you can bring about the liberation of some of these people who are suffering and in illusion, wondering, how did I get here? Why am I suffering? How do I fix it? Let me out. Would you please go and help them for me? This is compassion. This is selflessness. This is perfection. Raise yourself out of your struggle for existence by getting into the divine plan under the instructions of a bona fide spiritual master. Do some good. Liberate some people who are lost, caught, tied, bound up by their misconceptions, by their disease they've contracted from a diseased perspective of society. 
So this way a person gains distaste for sense gratification. We're all going around pleasing our senses and trying to enjoy. All I want to do, well, did you enjoy? Oh, okay then. Oh, I broke my foot. Oh dear, did you enjoy otherwise? Yeah, okay, you're fine. No, 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 no. Enjoyment is not the goal of life. It's flickering. This is a major concept in Krishna consciousness, in spiritual life. To recognize that if it's temporary, it's inferior. I don't care what the subject is, what the item is, what the anything is. If it's temporary, it's inferior. Because you are eternal, and what you want is eternal. And if you are being satisfied temporarily by something that is temporary, you are off the track. You are illusioned. You must reject temporary solutions. You must seek out the eternal solution. That is the only intelligent platform. Everything else that's on the temporary perspective of life is a waste of time. Whether you live a thousand years or two and a half million years, it's still temporary. But you are an eternal living entity. There is no ending to you. You simply are in the wrong place. The spiritual world is our home. Return to the spiritual world. How? By what we're discussing right here. Learn, hear, discuss, and associate with devotees who are uh, focusing on the pastimes of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and seeing and following His example. Developing the service attitude, becoming detached from sense enjoyment, detached from the material body perspective of life, becoming attached to eternal spiritual service, where you're fulfilling a desire in the divine plan by the Lord's request, under the instruction of his spiritual master. The spiritual master is the commander-in-chief for the reclamation of the fallen souls. The spiritual master who does not need to come and have a material existence, a, spirit, a material body and live here, he still does it to deliver knowledge. He still comes out of his selflessness and suffers whatever he has to suffer due to a body and gives knowledge, uncontaminated uh, knowledge of your real home in the spiritual world, where you live eternally, where there is nothing temporary, where you return to your natural condition as an eternal servant of God in love, in service, in devotion, in the association of many, many others in the same conception of life. This is home. This is normal. So this verse is trying to tell us that, that these things Hearing about these things are satisfying to the ear and the heart. And they start putting out the fire of lust, and greed, anger, and envy that are burning everyone. Everyone is having trouble with these. So if one cultivates this knowledge, he gradually becomes advanced. And he, the result is he tastes liberation from the struggle for existence. So now to recap here. If you chant the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, it goes in the ear and purifies the mind, intelligence, and senses, and heart. 
and you hear and discuss and read and learn about the pastimes and activities of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, you are uplifted out of the struggle for existence, and you are reestablished in your eternal occupational position as a servant of God in the divine plan in exchange of devotion and love and service and encouragement from others in the same position. Free from the struggle for existence, the sufferings caused by your mind and body, gone. The sufferings caused by other living entities upon you, gone. The sufferings caused by the actions of material nature upon you, gone. This is huge. You get back to eternal perspective of life, freely engaged, willingly engaged, lovingly engaged in the service of the Lord. This is the wonderful opportunity provided in the Vedic literature, in hearing, reading, and discussing the pastimes of the Supreme Lord that are all fantastic and wonderful and extremely uplifting and encouraging. And you can see a place for you in it. Your heart naturally attracts you to one or other or some of these pastimes. They feel so familiar. They feel so beautiful. You get out of this struggle concept, you get to the happiness concept. This is what the Vedic literature, this is huge. And the importance of the Vedic literature, the importance of the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, I can't overstress it. The opportunity given is the absolute opportunity. You may be doing so many things, and your coffee and your muffin on the side of the road is a waste of time. If you're neglecting your spiritual growth, if you aren't aware that this is not your home, this temporary place is inferior by construction, and you as the eternal living entity, you deserve to be in the spiritual world happily engaged in loving service, in the association of loving servants. That's your real family. That's your real home. That's your real service. Take this great opportunity Read the Vedic literature, chant the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. This liberates you from the struggle for existence. This is the message in the Vedic literature. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.